I have there, huh? Dickens. It's raining like the Dickens. Yeah, I'm cool. I'm up to date in all the slang terms. It's triggering. I don't know. Boosted! Now, that's something my son said. Actually, I made that up one day and I told my son that you should try it and he said it. And now it caught on at school for him. And he was like the creator of the word boosted. And I'm like, no, not really. It was Dad. Dad was cool once, kind of. No, I was actually kind of geeky. I was a little nerdy, a little geeky. A little bit of a dork. A little bit of a rock and roll freak. Had the long hair and thought I was hot to the ladies. I thought the ladies thought I was hot. I thought I was just a big chunk of man meat. Not really. I just thought I was. I was that long-haired guy. Look at this guy, right? Oh, why don't you just stay in the middle of the fucking road, you fucking moron? You're riding on the wrong side of the road. That's what happens when you smoke meth. You get on your bicycle and start pedaling to your drug dealer's house on the wrong side of the freaking road. Sometimes people just amuse me. They amuse me. I find it amusing that that guy was riding on the wrong side of the fucking road. Like, I don't know. When I went to school, that was one of the things they taught you. Okay, kids, when you're riding a bicycle, ride the bicycle on the right side of the road. Okay? Yes, teacher! Apparently they don't teach that anymore. Now it's like, well, when you ride your bike, just fucking do whatever you want. It's great. Uh, this is Danger Close USA Resistance Podcast Radio. This is your host, Jeff Kaufman. Thank you to my... Uh, Two loyal listeners who tune into me every time I publish my show. Every time. There's one guy on an Apple PC. I think it's probably the Secret Service or the FBI. I don't know, but they're always, they, as soon as it's posted, it's like, Hello? We're watching you. We're listening to you, anyways. A buddy of mine that used to work for, uh, well, I, I won't say who he used to work for, but... Um, and I haven't talked to him in a long time, but he told me once. If you ever want to know if you're being watched by the Secret Service or the FBI, he said nine times out of ten, you know those ads that appear on, uh, on uh, websites? Those ads that appear on websites, they're triggered by a code word. They're triggered by cookies in your, in your fucking explore, your uh, browser. Seriously, like, you know, do you ever go to, like, Amazon and look at something, and then you'll go on a website that has absolutely nothing to do with anything having to do with the fact that you are on Amazon just a little bit ago? You were looking at coconuts, right? Just, you know, bear with me. You're looking at coconuts on Amazon, and you go on this website that has nothing to do with Amazon, and the ads displayed have something to do with whatever you were looking at at Amazon. I'm serious. And he said, if you're ever on a website... And the ad is displayed for the Secret Service. He said, there's a good chance 
that you were just eyeballed by the Secret Service. And I said, get out of here. He's like, no, really. Now, help me finish building my terranium. Actually, that's how I met these people. They were uh, retired from a certain bureau of our government. And um, they told me that. And I'm not even kidding. They told me that. Both retired. A couple Republicans. They liked me. Because I'm not a complete liberal. More of a democratic, libertarian, centrist Democrat. Anyways, I, uh... Yeah, really, I think that's what I am. I'm a, I'm a libertarian, centrist Democrat. I don't know. I don't know what I am. I'm a hard-working American. How's that? Does, that? does that qualify? Do I have to have a banner? I don't want a banner. I just want a flag. Let it be the red, white, and blue with the stars. That's all I want. I don't, I don't want no banner. I don't really want to belong to a political group. Can we just have, like, the anonymous political group? Just, who do you belong to? Uh, the anonymous political group. Oh, are you Republicans or Democrats? Uh, neither. What are you? Uh, are you an independent? No, 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 not an independent. Are you, are you a, a liberal? Nope. Are you a Republican? Nope. Are you a Democrat? Nope, 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 nope. What are you? I'm an American. Uh, nah, that's about it. That, that's all the title I want. Thank you. Uh, it's freaking hot in my car. Maybe because I have the heat on. That's smart. I'll try to explain that to my underwear as I'm sweating right here. For those who don't know me, I'm uh, Jeff Kaufman. I'm the host of this awesome show. Oh, I know it's awesome. I know. Thank you. It is awesome. And um, on this show, I uh, do my recordings on the way to work and on the way home from work. I should just call it the back and forth show. I don't know. But I usually do my recording on the way and on the way back from work. So my uh, recording studio is also a vehicle. And it's, uh, it's spectacular. I'm waiting for the day when I get syndicated so I don't have to do this anymore. I don't think it'll ever happen. I don't have a whole lot of faith in the idea. My wife says my voice, my voice, my voice could get me, uh, you know, a job. You know what I mean, huh? You know, I could, uh, you know, I could get, like, you know, a job like Joe Pesci. I've actually had drinks with Joe Pesci. I'm not even joking. You know what him and, uh... Danny Glover was filming that one movie about fishing. I think it was called Fishing. I don't remember. But it was him and Danny Glover. Anyways, this was in Port Charlotte, Florida. I was working at a bar called Baby Booners. Booner. Booners. Boners. Baby Boomers. I was working at a bar called Baby Boomers. And uh, I worked my first shift of the day as a cook. And then the rest of my shift was kind of like a drunk bouncer, but uh, you want a shift drink? Well, I'm not really off the clock. Here you go. Okay, can I have one more? Can I, uh, can I have one more after that? And, uh, hey, what are you looking at over here? Huh? I'm a, I'm a fucking bouncer. No, not really, but it's kind of like that. Not really, though. Anyways, I'm sitting at the bar having my shift drink, and there's this guy, one of those Fredero hats, whatever you want to call him, and he talked like this, you know? And he was, uh, he was drinking pretty heavily, I think. And I got him looking at this guy. My like, God, he looks familiar. Who is this guy? Hey. And he turns to me. He goes, you almost done with that drink? I said, yeah. He goes, let me buy you another one. I said, man, that'd be great. So he buys me another drink. I'm like, I love this guy. I don't even know him. And he's buying me drinks. It's great. 
And then a little bit later, I'm looking at him, and I said, holy fucking shit, it's Joe Pesci. And I go, hey. And he goes, yeah. And I said, uh, are you Joe Pesci? And this is exactly what he said. He said, Jesus Christ, I can't go out and have a couple drinks without anybody fucking with me. I said, well, are you Joe Pesci? <laughs> what the fuck you think I am? Danny Glover? And he gets up, and like everybody's looking at me like, what'd you say? And I said, that's Joe Pesci. And they go, everybody looks and go, oh my God, we knew it was somebody. Yeah, and he got mad and left the bar. He's like, you ruined my fucking night. He was all pissed off. He was probably having fun because nobody knew who he was. He went out to a bar, throwing around some money, having a good time. Nobody thought to think, it's Joe Pesci. And it probably, it, I pissed him off because he was having a good time, you know, and nobody knew who he was and nobody was treating him like a fucking star. Nobody's going, hey, Joe, you know. And uh, I, uh, I, I fucked that one up. I should have just kept my mouth shut. I should have just, like, waited for him to go to the bathroom and followed him in there. And be like, hey, uh, are you Joe Pesci? I won't tell nobody. I promise. Uh, I would have told somebody. I, we would have came out of the bathroom like, look, everybody, Joe Pesci! No, but it's true. I don't know if he'll remember it, but it, it happened. It really did. Have you ever had any run-ins with stars? I've met a fucking shit ton of them in my lifetime. I really did. I once got to meet uh, Dolly Parton. I was working at a restaurant. I was actually, it was a, uh, it was a fancy uh, resort at the time. It was called uh, the Fieldstone of Hiawassee, Georgia. It's no longer called the Fieldstone, but it used to be. Anyways, we used to have all kinds of movie stars come in there and, and country musicians and all that wonderful stuff. And anyways, I was, uh, I was washing dishes. And uh, someone told me to go get something, so I started to walk out one of our double doors, you know, the waitress's doors. And uh, I go to walk out the door, and it opens up, and there's this freaking six-foot-seven black dude in a nice freaking suit. And he goes, back up. And I'm like, okay, whatever you say, sir, you know. So I back up, and right behind him is Dolly freaking Parton. And she's handing out tickets to the waitresses and everybody to her show. And it was uh, it was in Hiawassee, Georgia. And I, I'm standing there, and she comes up to me, and she goes, Did you cook my food? And I said, No, I, I washed your dishes, though. Oh, she handed me two tickets. I never got to go because I had to work that night. But I got to meet Dolly Parton, and that was freaking awesome. Her bodyguards are bigger than most NBA players. I'm, it was like Shaq O'Neal, but taller. I'm serious. I'm not lying. I got to meet her. I met Reba McIntyre once. I got to shake her hand, and I got to cut her two freaking pieces of prime rib. She came at the same place, same place, the Fieldstone, and uh, we had a little, what's called an action table where you slice meats. And this little old lady came up to the table, seriously, and I cut her a little teeny piece of prime rib, put it on her plate, and then, then the kitchen manager comes walking up to me. She goes, do you know who that is? And I said, uh, a little old lady. She goes, no, that's Reba McIntyre. I said, get the fuck out of here. It ain't Reba McIntyre. It was Reba McIntyre without makeup, without all the, the glam and glamour. It really was. And she came back up the second time. I cut her a giant chunk of freaking prime rib. It was so thick it bent the fork. And I'm like, I, I know who you are now. And she looked at me. She goes, oh, thank you, dear. That's a much better piece of meat. I said, thank you. Now I know you're uh, Reba McIntyre kind of important now. I don't want to piss you off. You don't need a living chef, do you? Uh, no, but she was really cool. 
Uh, she ate there, like, uh, I think twice. It might have been just once. I don't really remember. I was doing a lot of marijuana back then. I would have made, uh, what's his face there, uh, uh, the dude with long hair, Willie Nelson, jealous. I would have made Cheech and Chong like a couple of freaking amateurs. I'm serious. Back in the day, oh, God, it was horrible. I smoked so much freaking ganja, they ran out. My drug would be like, uh, dude, you have to give me a couple weeks. I'm like, why, dude? Come on, man. Where's the shit? I want some shit. I've toned it down quite a bit. I'm not really that bad. You know, marijuana isn't really addictive. It really isn't. You can literally just cut yourself off cold turkey. Cold turkey. And you'll probably eat that turkey. And it takes just a few weeks for it to get out of your system. Sometimes three months. It depends on how much of a chronic smoker you are. It took me four months for it to leave my system. That had something to do with the fact that instead of getting up in the morning and smoking cigarettes, I got up in the morning and rolled a bunch of doobies for the day. And then smoked all freaking day long. It does help with your endurance when you're building swimming pools and stuff. But, oh, my God, I've, I, I used to, oh, my God, I can't even tell you. And then I toned it down. And then I quit. And, uh, actually, I've been off it for quite a while. And I, I don't know why I say I've been off it. Like, it's a bad thing. It's like I, I quit drinking Kool-Aid. Oh, man, how, how's it going? Oh, it's been pr- pretty tough. I, uh, I have the craving for grape. And uh, I keep having uh, night sweats because I, I keep dreaming about uh, Tropical Punch. Uh, and I tried the generic stuff. And what is that freaking Minute Maid crap or whatever that is at GN? I don't know what it is. It's some kind of cheap version of Kool-Aid. It's like, what is this? Why would anybody even manufacture this? It's not even Kool-Aid. It's like Quench-Aid or Douche-Aid. I can't remember what it's called, but it's horrible. I mean, it's really horrible. It's it's like, what? If you're going to compete with Kool-Aid, at least try to do better than Kool-Aid. Don't make this shit powder, drink shit crap. What is it? Why am I drinking this? Yes, I love you. I love you, Metallica. I really do. If I was a girl, I would totally do you. I actually went to a Metallica concert once. I was in the crowd, and um, this girl in a very naughty yellow dress came up behind me, and she's like, excuse me. And it was really loud, and I was like, yeah, what? She's like, can I... I'm like, what? So I leaned in a little closer. She goes, can I get on your shoulders? I'm like, fucking A, yeah, baby. So I get down, I get this freaking gorgeous, gorgeous blonde woman in a tight yellow dress. She's on my shoulders. I'm like, yeah! And Lars Urich is going around on his drum set, you know, and he just points at her. And some fucking security guard douche comes over and pulls her off my fucking shoulders and sends her backstage. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. What the? Are you fucking serious? She was advertising, apparently. You know. I don't know. I you know. I wanted to go backstage. I didn't want to go backstage to blow Lars Urich, but I wanted to go backstage. I, I, I'm just kidding. It could have been that he was friends with her. I don't know. I, I actually called in at a radio show once, and uh, they were all on the radio, all the whole band. And that was back when Jason Newstead was still in the band. And uh, they put me on air with them, and I'm like, dude, I was that guy at the concert with the yellow girl, or the, yellow, the girl in the yellow dress on my shoulders. 
Why'd you take her away, douchebag? Ah, and Lars goes, I have no idea what you're talking about. Never happened. I'm married. Thank you. I don't know if he was married or not, but I remember him saying that never happened. And I'm like, yes, it did. It did. I have witnesses. About freaking 80,000 freaking witnesses. They all saw it happen. I was on a big screen for there for about 30 seconds, and the security guard comes over and just pulls her off my shoulders. And I'm like, take me with you. I want to go, too. I want to meet the band. I'm sorry I'm not a woman with really big breasts and a yellow dress. <laughs> no, but I'm serious. That happened. It really did. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? I got to meet Willie Nelson once on a tour bus. I was about 30 feet away and managed to wave at him. He waved back at me. And he said, with a thumbs up, I'm sorry, you can't see me doing that. He uh, did the thumbs up, and I was like, yeah, thumbs up, yeah. Willie! Yeah. That was somewhere in Florida. I want to say Snook Haven, but I can't really remember where I was at that time. But uh, he was in a tour bus. And I was, like, recruited as a, uh, what do you want to call it, or like a roadie's hand. And uh, I was supposed to unload all this junk out of a back of these semi-trucks and stuff, and well, I got lost. I don't know what happened. Um, somebody sparked up a doobie. The next thing you know, like, hey, dude, you want to you want to meet you want to meet uh, you want to meet uh, uh, yeah, 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 you want to meet Willie? Uh, I'll show you. He actually had that speech impediment, and he was like, you want to you want to go meet uh, Willie? And I'm like, yeah, that'd be fucking awesome. So we went, but there were so many people on the fucking bus and so much marijuana smoke, I couldn't barely see him. And I couldn't get to him to shake his hand. So I just waved endlessly for about 30 seconds. He's like, I see you, yes. And I'm like, yay, Willie. Yeah, cool. I got to see Willie. There's Willie. Uh, uh, God, look, I'm behind my old boss's truck. I guess I just run into him real quick. Maybe that just might just piss him off. I hate him. What a fucking douchebag. Anyways, I'm uh, heading home. You know, my daily routine. Look at all these nice cars. Look at all, just look around at all these beautiful cars. They all have nice vehicles. Oh, look, Air Force. Oh, look, Air Force. Oh, there are a couple friends in the Air Force. Oh, look, another one, Air Force. Oh, look, another one, Air Force. Oh, look, a truck that can't drive. Congratulations. I, uh, yeah, sometimes I talk about what's going on in traffic. I'm sorry, I apologize. Um, it happens. I'll be driving behind somebody to do something stupid, and I might say some very uh, explicit words. That's why my show's 18 and over only, because on a rare occasion I say fuck, shit, and poop. Not so much poop, but I say fuck a lot. So I apologize. If you don't like the word fuck, I apologize. I really, I, I'm really sorry. This is my outlet. This is where I get to cuss and curse and carry on, and I don't have to worry about what anybody fucking thinks of it. When I get home, the whole thing changes. I go from saying fuck to holy flipping frying toadstools. I change it up. Don't worry. My kids are not exposed to this shit. They really aren't. I've, I've been like this my whole entire life. When I had my kids, I was a single parent. I'd be go to cuss and I'd be like, holy flipping cheeseburgers. Holy scoured ham. Gee, cheese and rice. That guy's a real... Uh, couch potato. <laughs> and they remember it. We're like, Dad, remember that one time you called that guy a couch potato? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey there, everybody. You're a nice couch potato. Yes. They get it now. 
they're old enough to realize that when dad said couch potato, he meant cocksucker. You know, but I didn't say that in front of my children. I never could. I actually really learned um, to do it um, scientifically. <laughs> I learned that it's easier to make shit up before you fuck yourself by saying a curse word. It, it really is. It's so much easier. Just make shit up. When you get ready to say that big, you know, F-bomb, say, Fudge Wiener. Fudge Wiener. And my kids go, oh, Dad, what is a fudge wiener? Well, uh, it's, a, it's a wiener made out of fudge. It's like a hot dog, but it's made out of fudge. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah, they have them all over the place. It's one of those big things people love so much. All right, you know, you're, the dude's carrying a fucking airplane. A fucking airplane on the back of his truck. A fucking airplane. Why does this guy have a fucking airplane on the back of his fucking truck? I don't... I, how, what are you supposed to do? Go under him? I'm serious. I'm looking at it right now in my rearview mirror. I just went past it. I'm like... Really? I mean... Sir, I, it's been disassembled, but it's still a fucking airplane. With one of the wings sticking up. And it's like... I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming the Department of Transportation is going to have fun with him in a few minutes. And the state trooper sees him and goes... Uh... Yeah... That might be a little illegal. We'll have to pull you over and look into that. You know, I'm trying to get in the other lane. This guy's, like, I don't know, dude. If, you, if you're going to do the speed limit, do the speed limit. All right? If, if the speed limit's 55, and all you feel like doing is 45, and then all of a sudden you're doing 55, then you go back down to 45, then you're 55, I'd say you're probably bipolar. I don't like bipolar drivers. Get on the road, look at your speedometer. This is fine. This is how fast I'm going. Why do we have to play this fucking game? People don't know how to drive. They really don't. They don't know how to ride bicycles. A homeless guy with a dog. Oh. If I had money, I would stop and help the homeless guy. You know, I have to wonder if he will get hungry enough and eat his dog. I know I would. I have no shame. I'm one of those people. I'll eat anything. I've been homeless. I know what it's like. You ever ate, ever had rabbit for dinner when you had nothing at all and you were really hungry? Yeah. I've done that. I've fished for mudfish and ate that too. That might be why I have a brain tumor and I talk like this. Uh, there's no mercury in that fish. None at all. There's no rabies in that, in that rabbit. It's a healthy rabbit. Don't worry. You'll live. I, you know, I always wanted to be like uh, Bear Grylls and do my own Survivor show. But, like, in a city. You know, try to survive with no money in a fucking city, okay? Let's see how that plays out. You'll eat just about fucking anything when you're hungry. I know. Trust me. Not only have I been there, but I'm also a customer. I don't know what I'm trying to say. You know, hair, hair loss for men. I always thought that was a funny name. Hair loss for men. What? Why do I want to lose hair? No, 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 no. You grow it back. So why don't you call it Grow Back Your Hair for Men? I don't know. Maybe I'm just insane. It has been a fucking awesome day. I'm in a really good mood right now. <clears throat> my boss, my management trainer, is on vacation, and I have been given the reins to the place. I am now in charge. <laughs> well, just for a week. 
Then she comes back. I have her for another month, and then she's leaving again. And I'm really super excited for her because she's getting her promotion, and it gives me hope because she's only been with this company for a year and a half, and she's already dancing with the stars. No, but she's already got promoted, and I'm thinking, well, um, I hope I get promoted in a year and a half. I want to go be a district manager. I think that'd be great. I would like to make $65,000 a year. I want that. Yes, please. Thank you. I'll take it. I'll probably get it as long as none of them ever listen to my show. I might need to change the name of my show. I might need to take my name off my show. I'll call it Bob's Blowhard. Oh, I don't know if that'll work. I'm not blow. Hard. We'll call it Bob something. Bob's Belligerent Bastard Show. I'm still trying to come up with a name for my show. I'm trying, and nobody wants to help me. And there's this douchebag that has the name of my show, so now I'm not letting go of my show until he changes his show, because his show sucks. His show is called Danger Close. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, you're not that good, buddy. You don't have this voice. I'm not saying he sucks. You know, I, I, I was trying to fuck with him. I was hoping he'd, re, re, like, you know, return the favor. But, uh, you know, like have a battle of the TV sh- or the radio shows. But uh, it's, it's, he didn't respond the way I thought he would. He's not that cool. I thought he was. I thought he'd be pretty cool and be like, yeah, dude, let's have a competition or something. But, you know, apparently it's, this isn't like the, the wrestling channel where people, like, try to kill each other. And it's planned. If I see one more person that looks like the fucking Oak Ridge Boys, I'm going to freak out. This is Danger Close USA Resistance Podcast Radio. This is your host, Jeff Kaufman, asking you to remember to donate to the show because it's really important that you donate to my show because I don't have any money and I work really hard for what I do have. But I also do this show, and if you really like my show, you should donate it because if you do, I will like you. And if you... Oh, my God, there's that fucking plane again. I pulled into the gas station. I was driving by. Um, serial number 01... No, 051. Sorry. It's a yellow freaking bomber. Uh, serial number 5YASX. Okay, so if you're one of those guys that you know knows a lot, about, a lot about planes, there you go. I just gave you all the information you need about this fucking plane. He's a fucking moron. It's just strapped. Yeah, 5YASX051. It's a something Benchcraft. Benchcraft plane. Congratulations, guy's got a plane. That's wonderful. In the back of his fucking pickup truck. All right, I gotta go. I'll be right back. Is my nephew. Ah, boy, you're getting fat again, nephew. You're nice and skinny. Now you're fat. Oh, all right. I'm back. In case you didn't realize.
up with this? I want something different. But it's still Metallica. No. What did I just do? I just put one CD in, took the other one out. What the fuck? Did I really just do that? I did. I just did that. Yes, I hear you. Yes, I hear you. Could have sworn I just put Master of Puppets in. I got Ride the Lightning again. What the hell? I must. I, I haven't smoked marijuana in a while. That's probably what the problem is. There we go. Now, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now we're talking. I still any Metallica. It's awesome. break there. I don't know what the hell is going on with my phone. It's doing weird shit. up with me. I'm not I'm not feeling this. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it today with the Metallica. I don't know why. It's like it's not. Uh, it, there it goes. Now I'm feeling it. Now I'm starting to feel Metallica. There we go. Now we're, we're getting back into it. Yes. understand the guy who was doing the soundboard for them. When that just tones itself down right there, I would like to reach through the studio glass in that recording studio and just beat the living shit out of that fucking guy. I really would. It was so fucking good right there. And he's like, oh, turn it down. Turn it down. A little too loud there, Bob. I, I just, oh. Sorry. I didn't mean to get off subject. Not that I have a subject. I don't even remember what the fuck I was talking about. Oh, yeah. No, that wasn't what I was talking about. Oh. It's been a long cooking day. I am really home. I hope I had a good day today. I go home now. Find couch. Ask meat couch. Good. You know, a lot of people don't understand my humor. I, it's okay. I don't have any humor. I'm just funny. 
Oh, look, a couple guys racing each other on a two-lane road. That's great. You almost fucking nailed me. Oh, look, now i got a guy behind me. He's like, I've got a, a police car I bought it at an auction, and I'm going to ride up on your ass so I can look like I'm actually a cop. I don't think people should be allowed to own those cars. Especially with the little side fucking light and shit. Like, go to some fucking goddamn auction and buy a car that was you know, like a retired police vehicle. And they drive around, and they, they spray paint it black, and they make it look like it's a fucking cop car. And it's just some douche. And he's like pretending, I'm driving a cop car, I'm going to get behind you and ride your ass, and I'm going to make you nervous because my car looks just like their car, but it's not a cop car, but I'm going to drive it like it is a cop car, and I'm going to act like a cop, and I'm going to drive by really slow, and you're at your front porch playing with your kids. I'm going to act like a cop even though I'm just a fucking douchebag. That's the kind of people that should not be allowed to have a car like that. There should be some kind of rules. I'm just saying. Like, yeah, Bob, I like to buy that car. It's a retired police vehicle. Exactly why I'm buying it. I want to look like a cop. And then they drive around and they're like, uh huh, I'm driving a police car. And I'm going to look like and act like I'm going to bust you for something. I'm going to get on your ass and I'm going to ride on your ass. And you're going to look in your rearview mirror and go, Is that a cop? Oh, shit, it's a cop. I better slow down. And then he's going to be like, Ha ha, turn. They do it all the time. I've seen this happen. I swear, I'm going to like, I'm going to find out who they are. These people with these retired police vehicles. And I'm going to get a spray can. Because most of them are spray painted black. And I'm going to spray paint not a cop on his fucking hood. Not a cop. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spray paint it backwards. So when people get, he gets trying to get behind me. I don't know what I'm trying to say. So you can read it like a fucking ambulance. You know how like ambulance is spelled backwards on the, back, on the front of a van. I'm going to shut up. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. Oh, there's my mailbox. Let's see what's in it. Could be a check from Ed McMahon for $10 million. Publishing Clearinghouse is a joke. Look, what is it? Ooh, there's something in my mailbox. Oh, wow. What is it? The Heart of Pirate Nation. The Heart of Pirate Nation. What is this? East Carolina University is a special... Oh, that's wonderful. I think... I think it's really f- fucking phenomenal. Wow, that's really neat. Yeah. Uh, uh, impressive. Yeah. Why did you think I needed this? In my- oh, it's oh, it's addressed to my son who's graduating this year. So that makes sense. Okay. I'm not going to get mad at East Carolina University. It is a special place full of special people. Wonderful. I am home, America. I am getting off my recording device, and I'm going into my house and cherish the moment. This was Danger Close USA Resistance Pop Pop Podcast Radio, and this was your host Jeff Lockwood, and I'm happy to be here with you, and I'm glad you tuned in. Remember to donate as much money as you can to my show. It's really important that you do that. Um, and, you know, like everybody else does. Everybody else donates millions of dollars. Why don't you join the club? It's a great club. Why don't you get in it? Thanks for tuning in. God bless America. Amen. And all that. I love my country. And the rest of you people out there who don't listen to my show are gay. Or something. And I forgot to get cigarettes. And my wife's going to fucking kill me. We're really low on cash right now. Oh my God. I don't have any either. I got to go. Bye. Donate to my show, my show, my show, my show. Donate to my show. 
you know you gotta go get some money and send it to me because it's so wonderful. Donate to my show, my show, my show, my show.